Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Santa Claus tonight, you better run, boy. You better run for your life. But Mother Superior is Santa Claus. Now I have another reason to hate Christmas. Now that hell is full, I wonder where you will go. The caller is in the house. The calls are coming from the house. You're my family now. But if you're bad boys and girls, your name goes in the bad boys and girls book, and I'll bring you something horrible. Yes, Virginia. There is a Santa Claus. The All-American Spook Show Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the All-American Spook Show Horror Podcast. I'm Josh and I'm joined here with Donnie. Hey. And usually we got either Will and or the Professor Smoke, but both of them are on assignment. So it's going to be Donnie and I traveling down through uh, uh, part two of Holiday Horror, you know, Spook Show Spotlight on Holiday Horror. And this time... Well, on part one, just to recap, we talked about uh, thank, all the Thanksgiving horror movies. Hanukkah. Uh, we talked about the Hanukkah horror, and then we talked about New Year's horror. So we purposely skipped Christmas and went straight to New Year's on that one because, you know, far less movies to talk about on all three of those holidays, horror-wise, compared to Christmas. This is a pretty thick fucking list <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> of, of movies. And I'm sure there's some that we didn't, that we didn't even put on this list. Uh, but I think we've pretty much got a good uh, grasp on on uh, a lot of it here. I'm sure there's a few we've missed, but I think we got most, if not all. Uh, and we're also going to go through a, a little list of the top grossing Christmas horror movies. And then we'll go through the list of, uh, on the last episode, we went through IMDb's highest rated Thanksgiving horror uh, list. This time I've got Rotten Tomatoes' highest rated Christmas horror list. So this is pretty interesting as far as comparing the highest rated to the highest grossing and then of course some of our own favorites and and a lot of these movies we've already talked about too because like this is the third year in a row where we've been able to do two christmas horror movies so we've actually uh we'll actually be doing i think our sixth christmas horror movie when we do the ginger dead man next week on episode 87 so lots to talk about here and we'll get to it in just a second but before we dive into it uh, i'll go ahead and throw out the usual information if you wanted to email us, contact us, you know, good, bad, indifferent, whatever, any questions, you can do that on allamericanspookshow at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us over on Twitter. Our handle is at aaspookshow. If you want to DM us or uh, message us any good tidings. We've had uh, some interactions, with, some interactions, I should say, with some fans over there here recently. So uh, it's always a fun time over on our Twitter feed. Uh, of oh, course, yeah. same deal on our Instagram, our Facebook, the Slasher app. You can find us on all those by searching for All American Spook Show. Uh, we have our YouTube channel uh, where the, the main attraction there is every Wednesday we do a live stream at 9 p.m. East called Deadline Horror News Live, where we go through just the latest headlines and horror, uh, other goings ons, uh, horror anniversaries, fan conventions, whatever is going on that week. We talk about that every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. East, on our YouTube channel. Um, and there's a link tree link down in the show notes of this episode. If you scroll down, you should see it. You click on that, and there there are uh, links to all these things that I just talked about, all of our socials, the YouTube page, and, of course, our T Public page. 
is on there as well where we have our logoed merchandise uh, other cool designs everything so uh, that helps us out you know if you want to wear a cool spook show shirt and, and uh Donnie, you can speak to that too. The, some of the material they use on some of those shirts is, re, is really comfortable. Like it's good stuff. Yeah, tri-blend. Um, yeah. I I've gotten to where like you know you you've got the uh, the six dollar shirts you know website or whatever, um, but you know you have the uh, kind of like the basic run of the mill you know t shirts or whatever. But they're uh, some of the more premium uh, type of you know blends the tri-blend that. Uh, T T Public has. Uh, uh, it's just honestly, it's one of the, one of the softest, if not the softest shirt you know I own. But it, it's to the point where I don't want to buy any other shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've got tons of options over there. Like I said, we have a, a, a handful of look because I think we've had like three or four main logos for the show. All those are yes. on there. Plus, we've got other designs that we put up on there. Uh, lots of cool stuff, and they do more than shirts too. Like they have masks. I think like mugs. Uh, notebooks, I think, just all kinds of random stuff that they, you know, they'll put your designs on. So all that stuff's available. Like I said, the link's there in the link tree. And of course, the big thing is our Patreon, you know, uh, page, patreon.com slash show. Levels start at like a dollar all the way up to like a goofy thousand dollar a month level, you know, that no one will ever do. But hey, go check it out. Patreon.com slash show. And every Tuesday we have a new video mini-sode where the main attraction there is the library of the professor. And a couple of times we've had to dip in when Professor couldn't be there, and it would be the library of Josh and Donnie. So that, that literally, we just had that, what was it, last week? Uh, yeah. We just had one of those. So it, it's always a good time every Tuesday. And plus other things, too. Like, we do a monthly poll that only if you're a patron on on our Patreon, you can vote on that. Basically, every month we have, we give you three choices for a movie that we're going to watch the following month. So you can check our socials and everything to see what the three choices are, or you can go over to patreon.com slash show, sign up. Uh, I think it's at least the $3 level, just three bucks a month. And you can vote, you get these video mini-sodes. And I think it's at, starting at the $5 level a month, uh, you get early access to episodes because our new episodes come out every Monday at 6 p.m. East. If you're over there, you get it early. Like, no specific time or date, but you're going to get it sooner than Monday, every Monday at 6 p.m. East. So lots of stuff going on in the Spook Show universe, lots of options. You can see us on YouTube patreon and of course every monday the new episode so i guess with all that out of the way and we can go ahead and dive into the christmas horror list now like i said this is a pretty pretty thick list and, and without the professor being here he can't dive in we can't dive into some of these as deep as we normally would since you know mm-hmm. donnie and i haven't seen a lot even half as many as a smoke as <laughs> i can guarantee you that i mean i've seen a good handful of these but nowhere near what he's seen I, i'm, I'm going to assume you're probably in the same category so yeah yeah um, so we'll we'll start at the very beginning. Like the the earliest thing that I could find as far as Christmas and horror related thing was literally all the way. This was what 120 years ago. <laughs> a UK silent film called Scrooge or Marley's Ghost, and I'm sure it was very brief. I think back then, like you know, late 1800s, early 1900s, a lot of those silent films are they're they could be anywhere from like a minute up to maybe like 10, 15 minutes long. You know, and that was about the max for yeah, for the longest a- time there, but. I'm sure it's brief. I've never seen that particular one, but that's the first one that I could find. And then you have to fast forward all the way from 1901 1901 to 1916. We find another UK silent film called The Right to Be Happy. Literally fast forward 20 years later. From what I could tell, this is the first United States Christmas horror film called The Devil Doll from 1936. 1944, you actually had two that came out. 
Um, now, now, I should say before I continue, a lot of these, I'm sure, I'll quantify the same way when we were talking about it on the last, you know, uh, holiday horror. Some of these are like, well, it just, they're not necessarily directly Christmas related. It just so happens that like whatever is happening in these movies happens around the holidays or around Christmas or whatever. So sometimes they may or may not have anything directly to do with Christmas at all. Just kind of throwing that yeah, out there. Yeah, they may mention something about Santa Claus or... Yeah, or somebody might in passing say, Merry Christmas, and then that's literally the only connection to Christmas in my yeah. days. <laughs> so it just so happens to take place in the last week of December. So, boom, Christmas horror. Uh, but in 1944, Christmas holiday, and same year, The Curse of the Cat People. 1945, there was an anthology movie, of all things. Now, this looks to me looks uh, to be like the, one of the very first anthology Mm-hmm. Uh, or holiday anthology movies, 1945, Dead of Night. Then, mm. once again, you fast forward, what, that's uh, 16 years, and you got B- Blast of Silence. <laughs> <laughs> then, 10 more years, so, like, you can see for, like, basically the better part of 70 years, uh, there really weren't many choices if you, you know, wanted to get your <laughs> hor- horror on at Christmas. Because in 1971, you got Whoever Slew Auntie Rue. <laughs> whoever slew auntie Rue. <laughs> so that just recently like literally like i think within the last few months or so celebrated its 50th anniversary of that one yeah uh then there was a tv film in 1972 called home for the holidays then we start cranking it up a little bit same year silent night bloody night um mm. that's that one's definitely a classic i i've seen that one so I think mm-hmm. that's the first one on this list that I know that's I've actually seen. Yeah. Yeah. And another one, same year. Now, this was a holiday. Not necessarily, I guess it's kind of a holiday anthology, but like there was a couple other different stuff that didn't. I don't think necessarily had anything to do with holidays, but there was one in there in the original Tales from the Crypt movie in 1972 where it was, I can't remember the specific segment, but it was about like a dude dressed like Santa uh, killing people. So There you go. That's the relation. <laughs> yeah, that's the relation right there. And then... I will argue, two years later, 1974, one of the best Christmas horror movies ever. And we talked about it all the way back in episode 22, Black Christmas, mm. the Canadian classic from 1974. Mm. Have you ever had a chance to sit down and watch that one? Because you weren't on the show back when we did that one. I, no, I, that's uh, that's one of the ones I did not. Uh, when we did the, uh, what was it, we did the third year anniversary yeah. episode. Yeah, um, well, that was way before even that, like, in the recap of that yeah. time frame, too. So that was the previous Yeah, it year. was outside yeah. that time frame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know if yeah. you'd just seen that one outside of that or anything, but, yeah. No, I, I think I it was, was from, uh, was it, uh, when we did the uh, year three anniversary episode, it was everything from 45 up to current date. Yeah, so that was, like, November of 2020 up till, like, say, September of 2021. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, when 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 we did that one, I, I'm almost positive that was Christmas of uh, well, we started in 2018, so that was t- Christmas of 2019. So that mm-hmm. you got to go all the way back to December of 2019 when we did that one in episode 22. But I don't want to too heavily influence your opinions or anything before you get the chance to watch that. But dude, it's a terrific film. What I mean, and it and it heavily influenced not just obviously Christmas horror, but like horror movies in general. Mm-hmm. After that, like. Some people have argued that it's one of, one of if not the first slasher flicks, in horror history. So it's highly influential, and you'll see a lot when when you sit down and watch it. You'll see what I'm talking about. Like you'll see a lot of influence in movies that came after that from that movie. Um, great flick, highly recommend it. Uh, the next year you had Night Train Murders, 
Then five years later, in 1980, uh, we got a few more. To All a Good Night, Maniac, which we, uh, we recently just talked about that, or I should say in particular, Smoke just talked about that one a week or two ago on the uh, Library of the Professor segment over on Patreon. And we've talked about that one in and out before because that one's a pretty uh, influential uh, slasher fil- flick in and of itself. Now that one, though, is one of those ones where it's like, you don't, you're not really going to remember anything to do with Christmas with that one. Like it's not directly, it just so happens to be Christmas time when, when that movie's going on. It is not what I would say directly a Christmas horror movie, but you know, once again, it, it makes the list. Um, but Christmas Evil came out in 1980. Now that was one that we did all the way back in episode 48. So that was, that was back in uh, uh, last Christmas. This or yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, December of 2020 when we did that one. Now, so mm-hmm. we did talk about that one. When we did the third anniversary, you, Will, and myself gave it two and a half stars, and of course Smoke gave it three and a half because you know <laughs> <laughs> course, scores yeah. are always a little skewed, a little higher for stuff like that. But yeah, I, <laughs> that one is what it is, man. You know, like it, it's a fun movie, and there's a lot of like intentional or I should say unintentional funny moments in that movie, and then the end of that movie is just total what the fuck. <laughs> um, that's and that, without giving anything away. Go check that movie out and then go listen to episode 48 in the archives. But then a couple years later in 82, in 1982, we got Blood Beat. Then two years, two years later, we had a few more. And Don't Open Till Christmas. Gremlins, which, you know, that one's, I mean, that's definitely a Christmas horror movie. But it, I'd say it just, leans it, it leans more like, would you say, like comedy kind of action adventure than it does horror. Yeah, horror I would right. say fantasy. Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of adventure but type. There, there but there are a lot of horror elements to it, though, that being said. There are, yeah. yeah. And it just so happens to uh, take place during Christmas. And uh, this was actually the very first movie I had ever seen in theaters. Wow. I remember my um, my dad took me and my brother to it. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I went and saw that in the theater, but I don't remember. And I certainly... I really don't recall what the first movie I saw in theaters. I remember being real young and seeing like uh, Disney's The Jungle Book when they like re-released it in theaters at some point in the early '80s. But well, that's about the only as reason I remember that this was the very first one is that uh, my brother got absolutely like throw up sick. Where <laughs> I was like Team America. What, now was it because <laughs> of the movie or was it because of something else? No, yeah, okay. it was actually on the way home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when, yeah, when those things remember. when those things happen, they definitely stick in your fucking psyche, man. You remember that forever. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, stand by me, or uh, uh, yeah, yeah, like stand by me or Team America. Yeah, yeah, Team America. <laughs> Just a straight line. <laughs> P, uh, the Exorcist, pea soup. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, then of course, same uh, same year, nineteen eighty four, Silent Night, Deadly Night. <clears throat> which we literally just talked about last week. So mm-hmm. if you want our thoughts on that one, or at least Smoke and I's thoughts on that one, uh, go back and listen to last week's episode 85, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and we'll get Donnie and Will's thoughts on that one uh, sooner or later once they get a chance to um, get together and we'll uh, watch it and we'll talk about it. The next year, 1985, you have Trancers, and then 1987, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. Then in 1988, The Brain. <laughs> 89, the next year, we've got, let's see, one, two, three, three, yeah, three movies. 3615 Code Pierre Noel, Elves, and Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, Better Watch Out. <laughs> uh, 
Then in 1990, we've got Maniac Cop 2. Now, this one is interesting. I, I found a note on this one. Uh, it is a direct sequel to Maniac Cop that takes place immediately after the events of that movie. But that movie takes place around St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which obviously isn't Christmas-related. But apparently in Maniac Cop 2, it clearly takes place at Christmas time which creates a significant continuity error throughout the two movies. So go fucking figure, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, the, the snow and the Christmas decorations moved in uh, two minutes later after the movie ended. So <laughs> I, I guess if we're ever going to do that at Christmas time, then uh, we'll, we'll understand what the hell is going on there. Um, but anyways, uh, the same year, direct to video, you've got Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Initiation. And then the next year, direct to video, Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, The Toy Maker. Uh, we talked about that briefly last week during the uh, you know the Silent Night, Deadly Night episode. Four and five don't have anything to do with the first three movies. At that point, I guess they were just cashing in on the title, Silent Night, Deadly Night. So uh, apparently, the first three are a connected story, and then four and five just you know uh, go out to range or something. And then in 1995, you've got The Day of the Beast. <laughs> so you actually. There's a little bit of a, a a gap there as far as like quote unquote Christmas horror related because you've really got uh, in '89 you've got those three movies that we just mentioned yeah. and then really it's like Maniac Cop two which is loosely Christmas right and then two video movies and then all the way you have to literally go six years later before there's another Christmas related horror movie in, in the Day of yeah. the Beast. Um, 1996 you've got Santa Claus and that is spelled C L A W S like you know like Cat Claus Claus. <laughs> uh, then of course in 1997 you've got Jack Frost now the funny thing about that is that it, is it only came out a year after the Michael Keaton family comedy called Jack Frost because <laughs> I think that was in 96 if yeah. I'm not mistaken and then and then they made a horror version I wouldn't say a ver same version of the same movie I mean it's two completely different things and Jack Frost I don't know if you've ever seen it that movie is fucking insane over the top silliness and they went even sillier with it a few years later when they made Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer. Oh, I'm sorry. Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. That came out in 2000. So that's how we opened up the new millennium. Then the next year, you got the Christmas Season Massacre. Then a couple years later in 03, you've got Dead End and Shredder, which that would be... Your first instinct is to think that's got something to do with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but... Yeah. But nope, nope. No, it doesn't. Then in 2005, we've got the Ginger Dead Man, which we are going to be talking about next yeah. week. On episode 87 here on the Spook Show, so uh, make sure you return next week to see what we got to say about the Ginger Dead Man. And hopefully uh, Will and Professor will be here for that. All four of us can be in attendance because I think that one's going to be a fucking laugh and a half. I, I, I can almost guarantee that one. And that was the, uh, by the way, that was the Patreon November Patreon poll winner. The patrons over there actually chose that one for us. Between It was between that and the next one we're about to talk about, Santa Slay. And then in 2015, Krampus, that was the other choice, but... <clears throat> so yeah, Santa Slay, and that one is where Bill Goldberg, you know, the pro wrestler, uh, plays the killer Santa Claus. So I think that one would have been a lot of fun too. But then in 2006, we've got the first remake of Black Christmas, the remake of the 1974 classic. Yeah. Uh, I, I've never seen that one because there was another one in 2019, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, in 2019 there was another remake of Black Christmas. I've never seen either one of those, but uh, I've heard... I've heard pretty good, you know, kind of mixed reactions on the one from 06, and I haven't heard anything good, bad, or indifferent about the one from 2019. So I guess we'll get around to it eventually, and we'll find out ourselves. Yeah. Uh, so then in 2007, you got a couple, Windchill and Inside. 
Then in 2008, Ginger Dead Dead Man 2, Passion of the Crust. (laughs) Maybe that'll be one of our our new little mini Christmas horror uh, 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 traditions is we'll go revisit Ginger Dead Man after next week, you know, every year. (laughs) Because there's a few of them here, and we'll get to them in just a second. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Then in 2009, you've got Deadly Little Christmas and then Silent Night, Zombie Night. Then in 2010, uh, you've got Rare Exports, which that was one that we talked about back in episode 21. Uh, So that was uh, literally the episode before we did the original Black Christmas. So that would be December of 2019 when we talked about that one. That's another one that was pretty well done. Have you ever had a chance to uh, go check that one out? Uh, that was uh, Rare Exports? Yeah, that was like a... I want to say it was Swedish, if I recall. I mean, it's been a couple yeah. years ago. When we, yeah, but that's like a Swedish... I remember seeing that as far as like, you know, when we, when I was doing my, my data. No, I, I, don't, I don't... It doesn't ring a bell. Oh, believe me. <laughs> if you've seen it, you'd remember it. So, yeah, yeah that's one you need to swing back around and check out. Same year, uh, there was another movie that came out called Sint, S-I-N-T, uh, also known as Saint. Uh, then in 2011, The Melancholy Fantastic, and that was actually re-released in 2016 as Doll in the Dark. Uh, but The Melancholy Fantastic, boy, that sounds like a fucking like, 1960s Honestly, acid that trip. sounds like some sort of fucking drug-fueled... Yeah. <laughs> Let's trip the melancholy fantastic. <laughs> so then, uh, same year, you've got Ginger Dead Man 3, Saturday Night Cleaver. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next year, you've got Silent Night. Uh, that was in 2012. Now, that is a loose remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. So there were three, the first three movies tied together, then four and five, you know, the, the titles tied in. And then they had a complete kind of like a loose remake of the whole thing in 2012. So that's a total of six of those movies. And then in 2013, we have Christmas Cruelty with an exclamation point at the end of it. <laughs> Same year, Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. So that's what at least four Ginger Dead movies, <laughs> Ginger Dead movies right there. Uh, <laughs> same year, Silent Night, Bloody Night, The Homecoming. And that is a remake <laughs> of the 1972 film Silent Night, Bloody Night that we just spoke about a few minutes ago. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night? No, Silent Night, Bloody Night. The one from uh, 1972. That's, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's I a, do kind, see it up kind there, of a remake huh? of that. All right, get it. Uh, 2015, there was a handful. We've got All Through the House, A Christmas Horror Story. Uh, the big release that year was Krampus. And then there was like the Walmart video, quote-unquote, knockoff, Krampus the Reckoning. Because, <laughs> you know, like that was around that time, or I guess Walmart or... I guess it's not directly Walmart, but they sell the things. Like whenever there's a big release of a of of, of a movie, there will be some like kind of cheapo indie flick knockoff <laughs> of the movie that you can buy at Walmart or Kmart or some shit. And that was one of them. Like I think it might even have beat Krampus 
like to the shelves, you know, that year. So like Krampus comes out in theaters and then you can go over to Walmart and buy Krampus the Reckoning, which was direct to video. <laughs> uh, and then Red Christmas, which I've heard some, you know, fairly decent reviews on that one. I've never seen it. Uh, 2016, you've got Krampus Unleashed, once again, unrelated to that, you know, Krampus movie from the year before, and that was also direct to video. For all I know, it might have something to do with Krampus the Reckoning, but who cares? It's direct to video. Yeah. Uh, same year, Better Watch Out. Now, we talked about that one last Christmas, yeah. episode 47. Yeah, I did see that one, yeah. Yeah, now that one was great. And, uh, when we did that in the, uh, third anniversary, when we went back and you gave your, uh, damn it, your score on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you gave it three stars and so did smoke and I, and will actually gave that one three and a half stars. So that one kind of was unexpected. Like, uh, I, if I recall, like once again, that was before you came on, but like, if I recall, <laughs> I think it was smoke said like, yeah, I think you guys would like that. And we sat down and watched it. And it was like, wow, that was, that was something. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. highly recommend that one for sure. I mean, you heard our, our rankings there, yeah. but go back to episode 47 for that. Uh, then there was another uh, holiday anthology movie in, in the same year called Holidays. Then in 2017, you've got Anna and the Apocalypse, I'm Dreaming of a White Doomsday, <laughs> Mercy Christmas, Mother Krampus. Once again, pretty sure it's not connected to the other Krampus movie. Once Upon a Time at Christmas. And then the next year in 2018, Mother Krampus 2, <laughs> uh, Mrs. Claus. And Secret Santa. Then in 2019, you've got the third, or I should say the second remake of the 1974 classic Black Christmas. And then you've got uh, The Lodge. And then there were two more holiday anthology films that came out. One called Death Simber. And then one called Holiday Hell. Then just last year in 2020, Toys of Terror. It Cuts, it cuts Deep. And another holiday anthology film, Happy Horror Days. And then the most recent one, uh, just this year, Silent Night. Now, I'm not sure if that has anything to do with, uh, you know, like, say, another remake of Silent Night, Bloody Night, or Silent Night, Deadly Night, or anything. Or it's just, or that it's just called Silent Night. I'm not really sure about that. But that's, that's the latest one. And honestly, as of the recording of this, I don't even know if that's actually come out yet or not. But uh, if, it ha- if it has not, it's soon to come. I, I'm pretty sure it was like towards the beginning of December when that one was mm-hmm. supposed to release. So uh, I'm sure there's something we might have left out there, but that's like kind of like the whole complete list as far as like just going down uh, the list uh, year by year. Uh, so I, I guess I can, if you want to, I can kind of toss to you if you want to go down through the, the top grossing Christmas horror and start from the bottom up. We'll start at number 16, which is strange, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just go with that. Um, so, uh, Dead of Night from 1945, you mentioned uh, one of the uh, first, if not the first, anthology movie. Um, it didn't, there's no no numbers uh, um, going back then for opening, um, but it did a gross worldwide $1,900. Uh, $1,900 <laughs> uh, $1, gross. Worldwide that is $1,000. Yeah, yeah, that's basically. You know, uh, the pro, uh, well, yeah. Obviously, That's, even back for 1945, there's no fucking way they made their money back. You no. know, <laughs> even for the time period, there's no way. Yeah, like my first car was like a grand, if that. <laughs> yeah. It's about what I pay for my first car, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and number 15, Red Christmas. Uh, this has the, um, 
uh, excellent opening weekend of two hundred and eighty dollars, um, and that's from twenty fifteen. Yeah, at <laughs> um, least in nineteen forty five they had an excuse, but this was only six yeah. years ago. No, no. Red Christmas two hundred eighty dollars opening weekend uh, went on to a worldwide gross of two thousand three hundred dollars. We'll say. <laughs> uh, We'll, we'll give them a benefit yeah, of the we'll doubt. Yeah, we'll round up and adjust for inflation. <laughs> uh, Santa's sleigh, uh, Bill Goldberg, uh, as we mentioned, uh, there's no opening uh, numbers for that because it was uh, direct-to-video, but it went on to a worldwide gross of uh, $7,000. Yeah, now, I, I think when I saw that one, I think that was like, it got some, like, random release and, like, the United Arab Emirates or something like that. And that's, that's the reason that it made any money because it, it didn't play here in the U S trash. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't know. We haven't watched it. Who knows? I'm sure it's, yeah, I'm sure it's hilarious. If nothing right. else. I've seen it. Look, so, it it's got uh, Bill Goldberg. And Fran, it's got Bill Goldberg and Fran Drescher in it. So I'm sure there's yeah. gotta be some, uh, stupendous Catch. scenes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 13, uh, the day of the beast. 1995, no opening numbers there, um, but it grossed worldwide uh, $9,800. Number 12, Silent Night from uh, 2012, opening opening weekend, $9,800. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're starting to cook with grease here. Right, yeah, we're getting up there. Uh, <laughs> worldwide gross is $131,000. Number 11, Better Watch Out from 2016, which is also we covered in uh, episode number 47. Uh, opening weekend was uh, $12,600, uh, and worldwide gross was 176300 So, uh, honestly, yeah, like it, I think it definitely deserved to uh, do better no, than that. Yeah, do yeah, better than that. Yeah, it was definitely better than its... Uh, it's it's numbers overall. Yeah, I don't have to break down there, but usually the problem is with a lot of these movies and horror in general. Really, they just don't get a lot of screens. You know, yeah. like, they'll play if they're lucky if they break like a hundred, two hundred screens. You know, nationwide here in the U.S. and uh, maybe yeah. and maybe another hundred or two. You know, around the world, so they just don't get an opportunity to play. Yeah, but that was uh, still a good flick. Yeah, yeah. Starting with number ten, uh, rounding out the I say starting, but. You know, uh, number ten, Windchill from two thousand seven, uh, opening weekend of twenty thousand uh, dollars with a uh, worldwide gross of two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. Number nine, Anna and the Anna and the Apocalypse from twenty seventeen, opening weekend uh, fifty-two thousand five hundred. Uh, with a worldwide gross of 673000 Number eight, Inside, from 2007. Uh, no opening numbers there, but the worldwide gross was $792,000. Haven't seen that one. Yeah. Don't, don't know much about it. I haven't seen it either, but it will come back up here shortly. Yeah, number seven, Silent Night, Deadly Night, which we covered in episode 85. Uh, opening weekend was $1.4 million. Uh, worldwide gross... Two and a half million. Now, we went in depth into that last week when we talked about that. And since you weren't on that video or, or a podcast, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll revisit that just for a second. The reason that it didn't make any more than that was because it got pulled from theaters after a week. A little more than, oh, actually, it was a little less than a week. It made that 1.4 in opening weekend. And I'm assuming that worldwide gross is just a little higher because it played in other countries. But that mm -hmm. one was controversial because of the ad campaign. Uh, there were like parent 
councils everywhere like get this thing out of theaters because it, you know it was about a, a Santa Claus going on a rampage and killing people. They successfully got it booted from theaters. So like the interest, the other interesting thing to point out about that one, it opened up the exact same weekend as the original Nightmare on Elm Street, and it beat it. It beat, awesome. it, it beat it in its opening week and then got yanked. Wow. So needless to say, that would be higher on this list if it hadn't got pulled from theaters prematurely. Right. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting yeah. stat. All right, uh, number six, uh, Scent or Saint uh, from uh, 2010. No opening uh, weekend numbers, but the uh, worldwide gross was $3.7 million. I think that was a French film, so that probably made all that. You know, in France, yeah. you know, or at least most of it there. Number five, Rare Exports, uh, which we covered in episode 21, uh, from 2010. Opening weekend was $9,300, but the worldwide gross was $4 million. Swedish flicks, so I think most of it was yeah, you know, Ikea. in that area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they screened it in Ikea's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they did all it. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, while drinking number hot, four. While drinking hot chocolate. <laughs> no, meatballs. Yeah. Meatballs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eating Swedish meatballs. <laughs> so, uh, number four, Black Christmas uh, from 2019. This would essentially be the third remake? Yes. Or no, the uh, second remake, but the third version. Yeah. Yeah. So, opening weekend, 4.2 million. Uh, with a worldwide gross of $19 million. Finally, uh, finally getting up to some really respectable numbers here. Yeah, yeah, something you can really sink your teeth into and be proud of if yeah. you're, you know, <laughs> part of the uh, cast or crew. But uh, number three, getting into the top three, uh, top grossing uh, Christmas horror. Uh, number three, Black Christmas, the uh, original remake, I guess, from uh, 2006. Uh, opening weekend was three point seven million, with a worldwide gross of twenty one and a half million. So not quite. Uh, it didn't open quite as good as the twenty nineteen one, but still, it, it beat not. it out. It beat it out in the uh, overall gross there by a couple million. Number two, uh, Krampus from uh, twenty fifteen. Uh, now um, the opening weekend was sixteen point three million, and. Um, the worldwide gross was $61.5 million. The top grossing Christmas horror movie of all time, Gremlins, from 1984, opening weekend, $12.5 million. Uh, worldwide gross, $153.6 million. Now, once again, that always that kind of goes back to how you want to look at it. Like, do you consider, which one do you consider? I would consider Krampus more pure horror than I would Gremlins. So if you want to look at it that way, Krampus is the highest grossing Christmas horror. But there are a lot of horror elements to Gremlins, like we talked about. So yeah. it, it takes the title. But you know, yeah, that's split, to me, that's Gremlins is not a horror movie. Uh, I'm sorry, not a uh, Christmas horror movie. Honestly, it's not. To me, it's not even really a horror movie. Uh, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of elements there. So there's an argument yeah. to be made. It's kind of like it's Die Hard a Christmas movie. You know, a lot of people. So, yeah, you know, there is, you know, uh, there, there's that yeah, argument. That's another thing. E- either way, right? So, I think if you're just going like pure horror, Krampus gets the gets the uh, yeah. the nod. But yeah. Gremlins, there's a lot of horror element there, so we'll you know we'll let it go. And obviously, that's uh, one of the more successful films in general as far as horror horror related quote unquote of the entire 80s. All right, so the next uh, the last little bit that I've got here is the these are the highest rated christmas horror movies 
based on Rotten Tomatoes ratings list. Uh, number 13, you've got Silent Night from 2012. Uh, that was the uh, loose remake or whatever of Silent Night, Deadly Night. That one had a 64, uh, rating of 64 on the tomato meter. Um, mm. And I will say all these are fairly high as far as the tomato meter goes. You know, like, I think mm. generally speaking, like, say, obviously anything over 50%, but I think, like, once you get into that 60 70% on the tomato meter, you've got a pretty good flick on your hands as far as, like, you know, the, their aggregate scoring is concerned. So all these are pretty, you know, 64 and up, obviously. Uh, number 12 is Krampus from 2015. So obviously it was the uh, number two... Uh, grossing movie, but it's only number 12 on the ratings list. It got a 67%. Number 11, and I, I, I really don't agree with this, uh, Black Christmas <laughs> from 1974 only got 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. I do not agree with that. Not saying it's a perfect movie, but some of these other yeah. ones that are ranked higher than that, no fucking way. You know, and you'll see when you watch that movie. I'm telling you, dude, there's no fucking way. And, and I'm sure if Smoke were here, he'd be fucking outraged with me. Trust me. Um, <laughs> number 10, The Lodge from 2019. So that was only a couple years old, 74%. Number 9, Dead End from 2003, 75%. Number 8, Christmas Evil from 1980, which I was surprised. I really was surprised that it had a rating of 75% on, on the tomato meter. And also surprised that it had a higher rating than Black Christmas. That's... That is crazy. Mm. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. I know it's only 4%, but still, what the fuck? Uh, number seven, The Day of the Beast, 1995, also 75%. Number six, Anna and the Apocalypse from 2017, 77%. So apparently, not only is it you know number nine on the top grossing movies, but it's uh, number six on the highest rated. So apparently, we got to get around to Anna and the Apocalypse one of these days. Uh, 77%. Number five, so this is the top five now. A Christmas Horror Story from 2015 got an 83% on the tomato meter. Number four, Inside from 2007. I remember I said uh, that was number eight on the grossing list. Here, here it is again. It's number four on the highest rated list, 85%. Also with 85%, number three, Gremlins from 1984. So the highest grossing movie by far is only number three on this list. It gets beat out by the top two, both of these movies we have reviewed here on the podcast. Yep. Number two, better watch out from 2016 on episode 47, got 89%. And number one, rare exports from 2010, which we did on episode 21, got 90%. So uh, I'm not saying those were bad. I enjoyed both those movies. I really did. But to say they're better than black Christmas, I don't know. I don't know about that one, but Hey, whatever, you know, that's, that's rotten tomatoes for you. You know, it's a, it's review. It's a review critic review aggregate so these are the critics talking and the critics usually don't look at things quite the same as we would right so um yeah so <laughs> so yeah i mean basically that that pretty much you know i know we threw a lot of numbers at you with the grosses and the, the ratings and all that stuff and listing all the movies but like that's about the only way you can cover it when you're doing kind of a comprehensive yeah. overview of all these movies that's a lot of shit and i wish once again that you know professor smoke could have been here at least because he could have went in depth on some of these movies that we haven't we don't know as much about, but so there you go. I mean, plenty to choose from there. You know, if you're kind of looking through the streaming services or, you know, looking to rent something or whatever, we've, we've given you plenty of choices as far as the highest rated, you know, the, the ones that were the most successful financially, you know, and just all the lists in general. And then of course, all the episodes that we've done in the past couple of years, you know, back in 2019 and 2020, uh, there were at least four episodes in the past uh you know from past christmases and then 
we just rec- just last week did Silent Night, Deadly Night, and then this week, episode 87, we're going to do the Ginger Dead Man. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's going to be, <laughs> I think hilarity yeah. will ensue next week. So uh, yeah, make sure to funny. come back for that. So yeah, that's really all we got for this week. So uh, uh, like I said, next week, episode 87, the Ginger Dead Man, and then episode 88, which comes out two days after Christmas. That will be on December 27th. That is going to be our 2021 year in review where we're not going to be reviewing what we've talked about on the podcast. This is going to be about the year that was horror in 2021. We're going to kind of wrap the year up and we'll talk about a lot of the movies that uh, all of us have seen. So, uh, Donnie, I guess you got to catch up on some 2021 flicks between now, yeah. <laughs> between now and then. <laughs> I, you know, I've been trying to hit some of the highlights myself, you know, that way I'm not left in the dust. As yeah. far as when we start talking about some of these movies that have come out, because there's been some good ones, and we've talked about a couple of uh, a couple of shiners too. So, uh, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see, uh, what, you know, how that's going to go in, in a couple weeks. So that's kind of what we've got coming up before the new year. So, like I said, uh, Ginger, The Ginger Dead Man next week, 2021 year in review to wrap up the year, and then. Uh, our first episode of the year will be episode 89, which will be like an older movie release, which we haven't quite decided on yet. Um, and then, of course, there's going to be the uh, Patreon poll for one of the other movies that we're going to watch in the month of January. So lots in the queue, lots coming up. Um, so stay tuned for all that. So for Will and the Professor, and of course, Donnie, I'm Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show Horror Podcast, and we will talk to you next week. Please replace the speaker on its rack when you're ready to leave. Failure to do so will damage both the speaker and your car. We'll be grateful, and so will the patrons who follow you.